We all have bucket lists. As a lifelong sports fan, mine is full of tons of different sporting events and venues, from the NBA, NFL, Olympics, and beyond. However, my greatest bucket list item is something I want to share with the world and fans like me. What if you could attend a home college football game for all 130 and counting FBS programs? Seems crazy, right? Join me, your host, Bobby Wilson, as I take you along for the ride to see all the FBS venues and more. This is the TNT College Football Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very next episode of the TNT College Football Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Wilson. Glad to be back on tonight. Hope everybody's doing well. Um, if you're listening tonight, you are tuning in to another uh, Bowl Breakdown, a part of my Bowl Breakdown series, uh, this being uh, the Cheez-It Bowl, which takes place in Orlando, Florida on Thursday, December 29th. Uh, we'll see the Oklahoma Sooners take on the Florida State Seminoles. Florida State's ranked number 13 in the nation. Uh, going into this, uh, first off, I want to say I apologize for my voice. I uh, lost my voice a little bit uh, getting over the flu, but feeling better, but my voice is still a little rough. Um, so just working through it here. Um, but as always, I do a little breakdown of every bowl game, the history of the bowl, um, looking at the cheese at bowl. Um, what hasn't this bowl game been called? Let's just say that. Um, so many. Uh, most recently, the Camping World Bowl, the Russell Athletics Bowl, um, Champ Sports Bowl, so uh, t- uh, Mazda Tangerine Bowl was the Tangerine Bowl for a while. Uh, Sunshine Classic originally uh, sponsored by Blockbuster at the origin originally. So I mean, it's been uh, it's been through it. Uh, originally it was played in Miami Gardens, so down in Miami, and now it's played in Orlando at Camping World Stadium. Uh, the first uh, bowl game was in 1990, so uh, that game saw number six Florida State defeat number seven Penn State 24 to 17, and then down the line some really good games. Number eight Alabama defeated number 15 Colorado 30 to 25. That was the second installment. The third uh, state number 13 Stanford defeated number 21 Penn State 24 to three. So. Like I said, some really, really good games in this uh, matchup in the past. Um, uh, last year's version saw um, number 22 Clemson defeat Iowa State 20-13. to Then some uh, MVPs in this game. The first MVP was Florida State running back Amp Lee. Um, then going down the line, uh, just some interesting... Georgia Tech quarterback Joe Hamilton, uh, Illinois quarterback Kurt Kittner in 1999, Joe Hamilton was in 1997, NC State quarterback Phillip Rivers in uh, 2000, uh, 2002, Texas Tech quarterback Cliff Kingsbury, 2003, NC State uh, quarterback Phillip Rivers again, 2004, Georgia Tech quarterback Reggie Ball. Um, some, this is some really good names from the past. 2008, Florida State kicker, punter, Graham Gano. Uh, you don't see very many uh, special teams guys winning these awards. Um, 2010, NC State quarterback, Russell Wilson. Uh, that was when he was at NC State, of course. Um, 2013, Louisville quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, 2016, Miami quarterback, Brad Kaya. 2017, uh, Oklahoma State quarterback, Mason Rudolph. Um, 2019, Notre Dame wide receiver Chase Claypool. 2020, Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders. Then last year, uh, Clemson defensive back Mario Goodrich was the MVP. So long line of uh, some uh, talented players. Um, so the 
like I said, this bowl game has has had about every uh, sponsor or name you could possibly think of. So uh, it's fun though uh, seeing the cheese at bath at the end of the game. Uh, we saw Dabo get that last year, so <clears throat> it'll be interesting to see if uh, Brent Venables or uh, Mike Novell who gets that at the end of this game. But looking at the Oklahoma Sooners, they come into this game at six and six. Three and six in the Big Twelve. Um, they defeated UTEP forty-five to thirteen, beat Kent State thirty-three to three, won at Nebraska forty-nine to fourteen, lost to Kansas State forty-one thirty-four, lost at TCU fifty-five twenty-four, lost to Texas in the Red River rivalry forty-nine to nothing, beat number nineteen Kansas fifty-two to forty-two, won at Iowa State twenty-seven thirteen. Lost to Baylor 38-35. Lost at West Virginia 23-20. Defeated uh, rival number 22 Oklahoma State in the Bedlam game 28-13. And then to end the year, lost at Texas Tech 51-48 in overtime. So they entered this contest averaging uh, 33 points per game. They give up uh, about 30 points per game. Uh, about 256 passing yards per game. About 217 rushing yards per game. So good offensively. But they give up a staggering 262 passing yards per game and 189 rushing yards per game. So uh, change the focus to the number 13 Florida State Seminoles. They enter this game at 9-3, and 5-3 and three in the ACC. Um, began the season beating FCS Duquesne 47-7. Beat LSU in New Orleans 24-23 in a fantastic game to start the year. Uh, one at Louisville, 35-31. Defeated BC, 44-14. Lost to number 22, Wake Forest, 31-21. Lost to number 14, NC State, 19-17. Lost to number 4, Clemson, 34-28. Defeated Georgia Tech, 41-16. One at Miami, big, 45-3. One at Syracuse, 38-3. Beat Louisiana, 49-17. And then beat arch rival Florida, 45-38. They're currently on a five-game winning streak. Started the year in a four-game winning streak. They had that three-game slide in the middle of the year against uh, 0-3 against ranked teams on the season. So interesting there. Then you look at Florida State on the season, averaging 36 points per game, giving up just under 20 points per game, um, averaging 258 passing yards per game and 218 rushing yards per game. Only giving up 159 passing yards per game and only 148 rushing yards per game. So looking at those passing statistics against a porous Oklahoma pass defense, we could see some interesting things going on on that side of the ball. Uh, like, I, like I've been saying with uh, some of these games coming into it now with the, the P5 programs, uh, there's times where I miss some of the guys that are opting out, so bear with me with that. Uh, try to do my best to see... All, all the guys that are opting out, but it changes daily, just like the transfer portal. So, like I said, bear with me with that. <clears throat> Looking at Oklahoma, all-time bowl record of 31-23-1. Um, so, obviously, we all know the success Oklahoma's had. I believe this is their 24th straight bowl game, I believe I saw. Um, first team all Big 12 honors for wide receiver Marvin Mims Jr. And then offensive lineman Ant Anton Harrison and punter Michael Turk. Uh, second team all Big 12 honors for running back Eric Gray, tight end Braden Willis, and defensive lineman Ethan Downs. So um, looking at some of the key guys for the Sooners, quarterback Dylan Gabriel was named uh, the Big 12 Offensive Newcomer of the Year, 
had 2,925 yards passing, 24 touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns. Um, running back Eric Gray had 1,366 yards, 11 touchdowns, and a almost six and a half yard average. Uh, didn't haven't seen if he's I, I I haven't seen if he's opting out yet. I know he's a senior, so it'll be interesting to see what he does. I could see Marvin Mims Jr. doing it. Uh, so. But his stats, 52 receptions, 1,006 yards, six touchdowns, and over 19-yard average. Uh, tight end Braden Willis, 456 yards and seven touchdowns. And then uh, linebacker Danny Stotsman, 118 tackles on the year, two sacks. Linebacker David Ugubuo, Ugubu, 101 tackles and two sacks. Uh, and defensive back C.J. Colden. 39 tackles and four interceptions. So some of the key numbers for uh, Oklahoma, their 40th and first down offense at 283 converted on the season. Sixth in net, in net punting, uh, average over 43 yards per punt. Uh, 42nd in passing offense at about 256 yards per game. 33rd in yards per completion at just under 13 yards per completion. 13th in punt returns uh, per return they get 13 just over 13 yards per return uh, 13th in rushing offense at about 217 yards per game uh, 33rd in scoring offense at basically 33 points per game they're fifth in tackles for loss per game at 8.2 per game 99 total on the season so they uh they they'll bend defensively but they also make some plays in the backfield too um, they're 18th in total offense at 472 yards per game. So the Sooners can move the ball, that's for sure. Um, they've We all know they've always been able to do that. <clears throat> then looking at Florida State, their bowl history, 28-17-2. Um, very, very successful. We know that. Uh, first team all ACC members, uh, offensive guard Dylan Gibbons, defensive end Jared Verse, and safety Jamie Robinson, second team all ACC for quarterback Jordan Travis, running back Trey Benson, wide receiver Johnny Wilson, and offensive tackle Robert Scott, and then third team all ACC for offensive guard Dimitri Emmanuel. Uh, looking at Florida State's key guys, quarterback Jordan Travis, 2,796 yards passing, 22 touchdowns, 11th nationally with only four interceptions, and then adding seven rushing touchdowns. Running back Trey Benson, 965 yards on the season, nine touchdowns, and a staggering 6.8 yards per carry. Uh, running back Trey Sean Ward, 547 yards, five touchdowns, 6.4 yard average. And then uh, running back Lawrence Trafili had five touchdowns himself. Um, wide receiver Johnny Wilson, 35 catches, 695 yards, five touchdowns, basically 20 yards per catch. Uh, so deep threat for, th for sure. Defensive back Jamie Robinson had 86 tackles on the year. Defensive end Jared Verse, 41 tackles, 7.5 sacks. You always know Florida State's going to have a guy coming off the edge. They do every year. Uh, he's, their, he's their version this year. Linebacker Tatum Bethune, 76 tackles and 2.5 sacks. Then looking at some of their key stats, 27th and third down defense, only allowing 33.7% conversion rate. Uh, 24th and first down defense only allowing 221 on the season uh, 31st and first down offense with 289 converted themselves uh, they're sixth in kick return yardage almost 25 yard per kick return 40th in passing offense at uh, 258 yards per game 
second in passing defense at 159 yards per game. So you saw earlier uh, Oklahoma, 256 yards passing per game. Well, they're going up against a team that only allows 159. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see how that goes. Florida State is kind of trending towards those uh, days when you couldn't move the ball against them defensively. Uh, Florida State themselves, 11th in yards per completion, at basically 14 yards per completion. They're 25th in punt returns, averaging just under 11 yards per punt return. So they're doing a good job returning the ball and kicks and punts, which, of course, we all know the athletes that they get. Uh, it can be scary. 12th in rushing offense at 218 yards per game. <clears throat> so it'll be interesting to see if a porous Oklahoma defense can stop them, passing and rushing. Um, 17th in scoring defense at just under 20 points per game. 16th in scoring offense at 36 points per game. Then you look at 20th in sacks per game at 2.83 per game. They got 34 total on the season. They're 13th in total defense at 307 yards per game. So we got an offense coming in from Oklahoma that averages 472 yards going up against a great defense that only allows 307 per game. Something's got to give, we know. And then Florida State averages 12th nationally, 475.7 yards on offense. So... But <clears throat> Obviously, Florida State is going to be able to move the ball against Oklahoma. I don't think that's a question uh, coming into this game. Uh, I think this game could get a little lopsided, in my personal opinion. Florida State's favored by 9.5. Uh, the over-under is set at 65, um, especially depending on the opt-outs, of course, and transfer portal guys. Uh, it's hard to keep up with everything, like I said. But um, Jordan Travis is a heck of a quarterback. He's had a heck of a year. And this team runs the ball tremendously well, too. But they're going to be able to pass the ball really, really well against this porous Oklahoma pass defense. Um, so that I could see that being a problem. The, the, the interesting thing that I'm uh, looking to see is uh, Oklahoma being fifth nationally in tackles for loss per game. So I'm interested to see how much they can get into the Florida State backfield and uh, cause some uh, issues back there. Um, just because Florida State has a really good offensive line again, um, as you saw, three guys on all ACC teams. So there's some good off, good offensive line play, um, some really good running backs, a quarterback that can move too. So it, it'll be really interesting to see how uh, Oklahoma handles that. But uh, thank you guys for tuning into this. I, I always appreciate all the support. Uh, feel free to follow me personally at Coach underscore B Will on Twitter. As always, please follow the podcast Twitter account at TNT College Foot One. And then like, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. Um, thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this. Uh, have a good night. God bless.